Welcome back, everybody, to the Dusty Bender Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chance Watson, with you. As always, your other host, Taylor Wells. Episode 126 coming at you today as we record on this beautiful Thursday night. A little rainy out, a little cold, but that's bound to happen here in November. Yeah, uh, it's freaking cold, dude. It is getting chilly out there. That is for sure. Hence, hence my uh, attire. Uh, I'd like to say that I'm trying to knock the Kraken out of being terrible with, with some good mojo of wearing my jersey at home. Uh, but that's not true. It's just really cold in my apartment, and I'm cheap, and I don't want to turn on the heat. So There you go. Yeah, I, I forgot to get my freaking sprinklers blown out, so uh, those are frozen and fucked in the summer, so it's fine. Yeah, you're done. That's yeah. that's uh, when I when I was younger, I was the scourge of all rich people, uh, like built in sprinkler systems. Oh, uh, you see, you see, you see here, Taylor. I don't know. I, see, I don't, I don't know if you you were uh, a hoodlum like I was when I was younger. But you see, there was this trick that you could do. You'd ride by on your bike. All right. And if you angled your heel just right at one of these sprinkler heads. It popped that motherfucker off, and it You're would shoot this. Such a I know. Man. Oh my god, I was so terrible. Now, now being an adult, knowing like how expensive that shit is, and how much of a pain in the ass it is. If I saw one of these <laughs> fuckers do that in my neighborhood, oh boy. Oh. I don't shit. know. How, like I don't know how I would get them. I guess I would jump in my adult vehicle and go chase right. them down. Just like, run, run them down. Just run them over. Fucking. You think it's funny to hit sprinklers? Boom. Well, sir, why did you feel like you needed to hit the child? Well, he fucked up my sprinkler. Okay, well. Is that insured? We'll yeah. See you in but... 30 years for vehicular manslaughter. <laughs> I'm sure a jury will excuse you. They'll be they'll, like, yeah, they'll be, they'll, they'll be, they'll be, it's it. like, it's like a jury of 12, like, dads, like, middle-aged dads. And they're like, no, I get it, man. Like, suburbia, suburbia dads just like, hmm. The kid uh, definitely. The kid needed to learn a lesson. <laughs> all the, all the, all the, all the next gen sneakers, the white sneakers that are dyed green from the cutting yards. Oh, dude, they my, would. They'd have quit you in a second. My fucking my, my neighbor was giving me shit the other day because a while back I got bit by a bug while I was mowing, so I had my fucking shirt tucked into my pants. I had oh. my fucking. I had my sweatpants and my socks. You know what a look. I had my headphones on, and he was giving me shit. He was like, yeah, you're officially a fucking dad, aren't you? Like, well, don't worry about me, bro. Worry about your goddamn self. Why don't you cut your own lawn? Yeah, go cut your own fucking grass. (laughs) He's probably listening to me right now, sitting out there like, I did say that. (laughs) He's he's putting fucking yard killer on yours right now. He just ran out and kicked my fucking sprinkler. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking, it's just splurting everywhere. Uh, yep. Good shit. Uh, yeah, so uh, sprinkler homicide aside, mm. uh, not that I meant to, to say that in a row, it rhymed. God, we got we got a lot to talk about in this episode. Sure. Uh, a lot of fun topics to cover. Uh, but first, folks, we got a few mentions here. Um, first off, obviously, everybody, the Hockey Podcast Network, we are happily proudly a part of the hockey podcast network features over a hundred different shows covering a wide range of teams and topics um special guests terry ryan you can jump on they he throws out an episode every once in a while i think the newest episode he goes on and talks about uh filming for shorzy season three which if you haven't Ooh. seen if you haven't seen shorzy season two you gotta watch it don't tell you, me about it oh my god you gotta watch it it's it, look 
Shorzy is an easy watch. It's 20 minute episodes, 20, 20 ish minute episodes. So you can burn through the whole series in, in no time at all. Um, but I, I didn't know how they did it, but somehow Shorzy season two is better than season one. And I, pro- I probably have an unpopular opinion that Shorzy is better than Letterkenny. So, um, and I love Letterkenny. I dude, really Shorzy do. Shorzy is pretty fucking good, dude. Shorzy is super solid. And all it does is it, it continues to get even better. I did learn that Letterkenny's on its last season now. Oh, how many are they at? Uh, quite a few, honestly. Yeah. Most shows but, like most shows are like six, seven, eight. Sure. Yeah. I think honestly, it's probably because like that entire cast has become Canada famous, mm. and it's just impossible to keep any of them now. Like, yeah. like every single one of the babes in that show probably has either a modeling gig or another role in something. And then, you know, the the big fella, he's a he's a comedian on his own. Coach is a comedian on his own. Yeah, I've seen coaches. I've seen some coaches stuff. Um, Riley got a job as like the evil hockey coach in the Mighty Ducks show. Oh, fuck. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> like, what a guy. What a fucking guy. No, I haven't. But I haven't seen season two of Shorzy yet. But uh, I've seen I've seen a few clips. My favorite one right now is he's he's giving it to him before the game about being a cokehead. Yeah. Oh, that one's fucking beautiful, dude. Absolutely fantastic. Schnur. Schnur. Fucking Schnur. Get out of here, Schnur. (laughs) It's really good. You got to watch it. Um, Fantastic. So, yes, uh, but folks, when you're not watching Shorzy uh, and you're listening to some podcasts, whether you're in your car, you're at home, wherever the place, jump on over to the Hockey Podcast Network, find yourself a show, and then subscribe to that show on whatever you listen to. Or if it's YouTube, if you like to watch your podcast, preferably not while you drive, but... If you do watch your podcasts, uh, go on and jump there and subscribe. So hint, hint, uh, jump on over to YouTube or Spotify or Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the Dusty Bender Podcast or any of the podcasts from the Hockey Podcast Network. As I get a text message. Uh, All right. Next up, folks, we've got Monterey Cafe. So Monterey Cafe, uh, we've talked about it on the show before. We're going to continue to talk about it because they are just absolute beauties over there. Uh, Jeff is an awesome dude, uh, despite him being a Penguins fan. I'm going to keep bringing it up because I know he keeps <laughs> laughing about it. Uh, <laughs> um, it's, it's a, I, I keep I keep going on Twitter and like we follow a, such a smorgasbord of different hockey accounts. And there's we follow I don't know who it is, but we follow one Pittsburgh Penguins account that like every time Pittsburgh says uh, is, is playing that day, they'll get on it like oh dark 30 in the morning and they'll tweet out. I regret to inform everybody that today is another Pittsburgh Penguins hockey game day. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. It's really good. It's really good. Uh, But Monterey Cafe, folks, you got to love this place. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, The karaoke bar in Spokane, in downtown Spokane. Uh, Go on in there. Have beers. uh, Great, affordably priced beers. Uh, Also liquor. They've got that behind the bar. Go in there. Sing your heart out. And then when you work up some hunger from all that, Go have a slice of pizza, which is also incredibly affordable. So I uh, can't say more. I can't say much, uh, much more about Manoray because they're just awesome. As I look down, it's I'm not texting while I do this. I'm trying to find their specials because, oh, here we go. All right. So I talked about this before. Tuesdays, Twisted twisted Tea Tuesdays, $4 Twisted Teas and Twisted Arnold shots for 6 bucks. What's a Twisted Arnold? I don't know, but that sounds fucking delicious. Yeah, it does. It sounds really good. It's got maybe it's got that new Have you seen that new Twisted Tea whiskey? No. Okay. It's 
it is thick, it's syrupy, but it is really good. Like if you do a drop shot, which this will ruin your life. I've done this, don't do it. But if you do do this, you drop a shot of this whiskey into a twisted tea and it's a drop shot. It's delicious. It's so good, but you don't, you don't need anything else for a while. I tr- I like whiskey gets me fighting grandmas, dude. Like I'm, dude, I get I love, mean on whiskey. I really do love whiskey, but I'm the same way. I get for some reason tequila is my comfort. Same. Hard alcohol, I can throw tequila back and be totally coherent and normal. Whereas whiskey, I like it. It tastes really good, but man, it's it's uh that's that's a fun that's too much of a fun night right there. I if I can, I'll try I try to save it to where the wife's not or the wife's out of town or something, right? There you and go. I just drink it at my house. So, so the worst can... worst thing I do is, you know, I just drunk call fucking chance and shit. Like start that, start talking you. shit to you. <laughs> you know that fucking trade fantasy. Uh, garbage. It's garbage. Uh, yeah. So, but and by the way, Manoray does have that twisted tea whiskey, and I, I've, I've had a shot there before. But it's not bad. Uh, Wednesdays White Claws. Wednesday White Claws for four bucks. Four bucks each. Ooh. Uh, Thursdays Deep Thursday. So I'm assuming that's Deep Eddie Vodka. Okay. Um, and then they also do free painting, like a like a Pinot palette thing. I'm guessing. Oh, like body painting. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Sure. Yes. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Go in body, there and ask him. That's yeah. it. Uh, you heard it here first on the Dusty Better podcast. Body painting at Monterey Cap. Jeff, Jeff's like, what the fuck, Chance? Dude, enough tequila <laughs> shots. I'm in, dude. Screw me down. Get me in there. Uh, Friday. Flavor Friday. Ask the bar for six bucks. Okay, so that's kind of like a rotating special. Uh, Shotski Saturday. Hey. Ten bucks. He needs a shot stick. Ooh, Pink Whitney we'll, we'll, shot we'll stick. Hell yeah. Pink Whitney shot stick. We'll get we could look up. into that. We could or or make one. It's just super glued. So, <laughs> oh, that's what we did. Remember that that's shit, true. dude? Yeah. That's true. That, that only fell apart a couple times. Yeah. Uh, and then industry night is Sunday. So the folks that are in the industry come on. Uh, open mics from 530 to 8 and karaoke starts at 8 p.m. Industri- uh, the industry special is four bucks for your first drink. Hello. So great deals going on all the time at Manoray Cafe. Last but not least, folks, we got to give a shout out. Actually, no, this is not last but not least. We got one more after that. Mm-hmm. Um, the Hub Tavern. Folks, we, we got to tell you right now, the Hub Tavern, uh, We, we, I think we kind of hinted toward it in the last episode, but uh, the Seattle Kraken have now implemented a contest. And you, you go in and they've got this bar. We're going to send out the bar. I'm going to send it out on Twitter right after this episode, probably tomorrow is when this comes out. Gonna send it out there. We need you to scan this QR code. Go on there. You can win a dartboard. It's from the Kraken. It's gonna be probably a Kraken dartboard. So That's sick. The darts won't hit the board at all. But you know, no. uh, <laughs> just have pictures of your mother-in-law behind it. You're like a you're like a stormtrooper from Star Wars, just fucking dart shit all over the place. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you're gonna you can enter to win a Kraken dartboard. It sounds like, and there's a little box at the bottom that says where your favorite Kraken bar. And I need you to put in the Hub Tavern. Put that in there, and then the Hub's probably gonna win something too. Uh, the Kraken haven't really elaborated that, but you know what? It's a contest, and we're gonna fucking win it. We're gonna win it for the fucking Hub Tavern because that's the right thing to fucking do. Kraken are starting to seem like Michael Scott to me, where he, he's like, he's like, Michael yeah, there's, a, yeah, from from the office, right, where he's like, oh yeah, I, I got a big surprise for you, yeah, we're going, we're going to a mine shaft or some shit, right? But he, <laughs> he doesn't actually have like a fucking like a prize, so right. the Kraken are just putting this out, and then like eventually they'll like figure it out. 
Okay, so for there you, you those of those of you on YouTube, this is this is the one side of the coaster, and the other side. There you go. There's your hey. QR code. So you can just you can scan that right there. You scan that, and you go to the website, and you just make sure that you put in the Hub Tavern. And when they win it, I don't know. Maybe they win. Maybe they win a million dollars, and uh, we'll we'll share that out with everybody. Well, I just did it. Look how easy that is. It's it really does take like five seconds. It's it's not one of those like intensive things where they want like your social security number number and your mother's maiden name and you know the hospital that you were born in. It, it takes like five seconds. It's it's really not that labor intensive. So uh, they asked me for my social, but <laughs> I think you went to the wrong website. Oh right? damn it! Uh huh. Yeah. So there you go. There's there's that. So if you're on YouTube, you could pause this and scan that QR code. We'll also throw it up on Twitter and uh, and Facebook. But yeah, we're gonna win that for the Hub Tavern. Let's rally around it and help the help Spokane's premier hockey bar, the Hub Tavern, win this contest and uh, and cement themselves as the Kraken Bar out outside of Seattle. Here's my proof. I'm already submitted. Takes you takes you thirty seconds. There you go. Literally Get did it while it. I was reading the ad. There you go. There you go. All right, and last but not least, folks, we got to give a shout out to the man, the myth, the legend. Fire Chief John Miller. Um, folks, John Miller has been a longtime listener, longtime supporter of the show, uh, continues to support us in many ways through uh, through, through many different points. But in, in mo- the highest probably being uh, encouragement. You know, the, the guy is always rooting for us. He's listening to every episode. Absolutely love the dude. And, uh, you know, despite you, you know, selfishly turning down his trade and fantasy – I haven't yet, but sorry, okay. Johnny. It's probably coming. <laughs> Here's a little sneak preview. <laughs> John gets to remind, gets to relive this moment when he listens to it. He's like, oh, bitch. God damn it. I knew I hated that fucker. Poor guy. I, I, oh, for, for the fans, tell them the trade real quick because it is a good, it's a good, it's a one that makes you think. It's a great trade. Um, so, so I have Debrinkat and Johnny, Johnny Boy has Stammer. He's also got points. So he's trying to get rid of uh, a Tampa Bay center. He's got a bunch of centers. Unfortunately, so do I. Mm. So, uh, can't, can't be trading any, any wingers for a center right now because I got Jack Hughes that's also about to come back. So, uh, just too many centers, so I, I, I'm going to take a look. Johnny, don't you worry. I'll take a look and see if we can get anything done. But, uh, yeah, that's where we're at. Perfect. A lot, Perfect. lot of trades in that league. We'll have to talk about that later. We will. I mean, speaking of fantasy, um, Dusty Bender Podcast, the only undefeated team in the Hockey Podcast Network uh, league. We may never lose, Chance. You this you... team will never lose again. Nope, it's it's inevitable. I mean, we're just we're never going to lose now, and and, and we're we're comfortably five and zero now. Uh, argue, I know it's still early in the league, the week kind of, but uh, I mean we're 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 looking at we're angling toward our sixth. So uh, I think it's I think it's comfortable to say that we, out of a twenty team league, and the fact that we have plus twenty, uh, it's it's pretty good. Yeah, feeling good. Feeling good about it. The tendies are starting to come around too. That's that's impressive. Yeah, shout out to Neil uh for for adjusting the league settings a little bit and uh and making that a little more uh presentable if that makes any sense. Yeah. Yep. I think we adjusted we adjusted correctly. I, I think it wasn't a ton of, of of fight back to it, so I think I think people are somewhat happy. It's, yes. But... It's nice it's better to see you know, I think Matthews had a hat trick uh, a few weeks ago, and he had like eight points or something, which is 
we're just not used to that. But I, I that's that seems crazy to me. That is God. There's so, we adjusted those. Looking at plus minus in this league, that's hilarious. Hello. Goals sixty six. God, we're not even. Oh, we're pretty up there. Yeah, I haven't looked at these. I haven't looked at these like season stats down here, but I definitely have looked at the standings. So, um, Pat, uh, uh, snaps for snaps for the Dusty Vendor podcast. Your boys are. Uh, hey, I'm not saying that we're the most knowledgeable of everyone in the network in in terms of hockey. I'm not. I'm not saying that. Okay. But you're kind of saying that. But I'm not not saying. Sure. No, I, I mean, a lot of this is luck. I mean, our points against is, like, really fucking low. But <laughs> I mean, so, and I don't know how it works, because, again, we've never been in a league this big. So, it like, we're in divisions, which is interesting. Yeah. I don't know if we, have we played outside of the division, or did we just play the same five teams over and over and over? No, I think, I think we have played outside of the division. I think okay. you, I think you kind of, you, you, I mean, we'll play everybody, you know, we dip into it, yeah. but I'm sure it's, like, sure he's got it set up like kind of like kind of i mean we're close to a 32 team league right i mean you know we got to be able to play quite a few people damn near so. it's like the it's like the nhl in the 70s right yeah well that's fucking good shit man it is the 97 percent the... for playoffs it's pretty good pretty it's pretty good. good all right taylor we got anything else for housekeeping you got anything else you want to bring up uh tip your waiters and waitresses all right, I like that. Okay, so first off, folks, we gotta we always start out with the the, the news related stuff for the show, and uh, it sounds uh, the probably the the biggest headline this week was the arrest of the fella who who cut uh, the other fella in the the British league. Yeah, Adam Johnson was the one that unfortunately passed away. Um, I, I cannot remember. I somebody there's people at work that are bringing this up to me, which are just they're not hockey people. Right. They they found I I told like two people in in a meeting when I was a little hungover that uh, I was I had a hockey podcast so that was a big mistake by me, Huge, but massive. Uh, yeah massive mistake but yeah I, it so I, apparently um, and don't quote me on this if there's any lawyers that listen to this that's definitely not especially if you're in the UK that this is not legal if anything we could use you like <laughs> yeah please come on the show because we uh-huh. don't have any fucking clue um, right. apparently this arrest is pretty normal for this situation in general it's a manslaughter charge so yeah yeah so it's, it sounds like they bring so instead of like in the US they kind of bring them in right and they haven't been charged with anything yet um, it sounds like they they are a little more uh, formal. Free, yeah, a little more formal. They kind of arrest them and then they, they can have those conversations and stuff like that. So I think it's it's more of a preliminary. But yeah, I mean, it's 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 pretty crazy. I mean, uh, to, to be honest with you, this could potentially set a precedence for every sports, every yep. sport, every sports league. Right. Like, you know, you're you know, somebody did bring up in some comments on Twitter. I wish I I wish I had the shout out there. But uh, someone brought up like, you know, this this should be in their contract. Right. This should that that potential for injury or, um, you know, potential death, which is just sad to say. But I mean, this should probably be in their contract. Right. It's a dangerous game. It is, and and you know it's dangerous. I, th- I think we take that for granted. Fuck. Yeah, I mean, we really do, and it's because we haven't seen this in like ten years, right? Um, I think the last time we saw something like this, there there was something there something like this happened in the NHL, I believe, like ten or twelve years ago, um, and we just we haven't seen it since. So that guy didn't end up dying, uh, but it was basically 
very similar to this where just getting cut in the neck and, and you know luckily there was like a professional medical person like right there and just mm-hmm. sprinted out you know um but yeah anyway so yeah the the, the guy that um unfortunately i mean I've, I've watched the video my my wifey actually is the one that sent it to me oh. um i've watched it a couple times it's it, it is pretty tough um uh, personally i don't think I, I you know just knowing the game and knowing how quickly things can happen I mean, is his leg high? Yes, but I mean, it's going to be to hit somebody in the neck. I, do I think he deliberately did that? It's just that's so hard to say. That's that's I, so it, it's almost impossible to do that, right? This isn't yeah. this isn't Blades of Glory, man. Like, you know, um, I don't know. I just I, I hope everything shakes out. I mean, there was there was his best friend was on the bench. Right. And basically came out and said, like, don't go after this guy like this un- was just an unfortunate event. Everything we could see from the ice, you know, just didn't it didn't it's not malicious. Um, you know, so I think I think there's people in different camps. I think a lot of the people that are in the camp of, yeah, it's manslaughter, it's murder. Right. I think a lot of those people aren't have never played the game. Sure. I think I think it's more, you know, just just having their own agenda is my personal opinion on that. Yep. But yeah, I, it's it's a really interesting. It's it's something to follow because I mean, it's honest. Like I was saying, I mean, there's people outside of the hockey realm that are like, "What the fuck? This is crazy," you know. So um, yeah, really interesting. Definitely, um, and I think I think you you summed it up pretty well. I I, I think, man, when this first happened, I, I'm gonna be honest. I, I was a bit squeamish because I, I just I hate seeing that kind of shit. And oh, yeah. um, I didn't. I I did watch it, but it was pretty quick and i didn't replay it or anything like that uh after i heard about the arrest i actually watched it and i don't know i at first i was like i was very much in the camp of this is an accident and that kind of thing and then i i re-watch it and man i i know that they're not pros but he's also not he's also not at a learn to skate and i i'm not saying that he tried to cut him in the throat but boy it, it really looks like they're like normally that kind of leg lift would be reserved for somebody who's losing their balance and i just don't like it, it looked like he tried to clip him in the chest kind of thing like he tried to like if he wasn't having skates on it to me it almost kind of looked like he was trying to like side swipe him with his foot um i don't know but at the end of the day you're right like i don't i'm not there um this is a game where I, fuck there are professionals out there that lose an edge all the time it happens um, so I, I'm not going to take judgment on that one way or the other. Um, there is some stuff out there about him being kicked out of multiple leagues, this guy. So that probably doesn't help his case. Um, but subjective stuff aside, uh, when it comes to manslaughter, like it's it's the letter of the law kind of thing. And, and manslaughter is, I mean, by definition, your actions, whether you meant to or not, led to someone's death. So you're right. Like it could set a, a massive precedent of like, Oh my God, if I actually fucking kill somebody in the sport, even, like definitely on accident, um, I could face jail time. And that's a frightening prospect to say the very least. Yeah. Um, yeah. There, there was an incident actually in the NHL, uh, a couple nights ago where, uh, dude, for some reason I keep thinking it was Caden Gooley, but I don't, it doesn't sound right, but someone, someone did get cut. Someone, yeah. Someone got cut in the neck and, that was, I mean, totally incidental, right? So, I mean, this this shit can happen. So it's just, you know, I just, 
I feel for I feel for both both parties, right? Like, yeah. you know, uh, it's just it's a tough situation. It'll yeah, I don't think anything will come out of it personally. I, don't I think so either. I just I, you know, I think I think stuff happens so fast. It's the sure. same thing, right? You know, the the Belmar hit which we'll get into. Right? right? If if for some reason Belmar had a fucking spasm and sure. died, yeah. right? He's not attempting to murder him he's it, just he's realistically exactly. he's he's exactly. trying to be a dick and hit him but like right. you know to compare it's, it to it's crazy to compare it to like the incident of our childhoods like even the most infamous like incident where you've maimed a guy todd bertuzzi yeah like he didn't mean to fuck like he his goal and intent was to not cripple the guy for life right you know, your wires get crossed. He's angry. He's going to run up. He was trying. Was it was it a dirty punch? Was it a sucker punch? Was it coming out of nowhere? Yes, yes, yes. Check, check, check. But it's it was he wasn't trying to fucking kill the guy. He wasn't trying to ruin the dude's life. He was trying to maybe knock his teeth out. Right. So right. And in this case, even in the worst case scenario where I say I go the worst case scenario, and I'm like, yeah, you might have looked like he was trying to kick him, like kick him in the chest or something. Um, I genuinely don't think he was trying to kill him. Right. You know, but, but it's to not your it's, point that but to your point, that's manslaughter. Right. I, but correct. I think I think there's a I think there's also an, an aspect of negligence with manslaughter. Right. Like, you know, when I think of manslaughter, I think of essentially drunk driving. Right. You're correct. drunk driving. That's the go to. Yep. That's the go to. Right. And and to that point, your negligence point of that is you got wasted and got behind the behind the wheel. Right. Correct. So, I, you know, I think I like I think there's a little bit of that here, but. Yeah, I don't know. It, it'll be really, really interesting to see because, I mean, you know, we just got on – I got on Twitter tonight and there was a football hit that he could have fucking killed the guy, right? He yep. jumped through the goddamn air and, and yep. went head-to-head head with him and, and was trying to fuck him up. But, you know, if he if he killed that guy, like, you know, we're, we're in the same boat here. So I think it's just – it's really interesting. I think you'll see a lot of contracts, if it's not already in there, get added. I think you'll see a lot of, a lot of that kind of stuff. So, um, it'll be, it's, it's really an interesting case. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, I, I mean, he's out on bail now, so we'll, 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 I mean, we'll, this isn't the last that we'll hear about this. So we'll continue to follow, um, continuing with discussions on stuff in the league. Uh, it kind of almost seemed like it was out of the blue, but usually when these GMs and managers have meetings, it is out of the blue. Like we don't really get prior warning. Um, OT, uh, the, the conversation of OT and what to do with it has come up once again. And, um, you know, it doesn't, I, I will step away for a second and blame all of us here for a second. It, it, I, from somebody who's probably outside of the sport and doesn't follow this, it may seem like managers and fans just were, were unpleasable. Like we just mm-hmm. can't be happy. Yeah. Um, so I, I get that to a degree. Like if somebody was following this loosely, they'll be like, God, you've already changed it like four times. Can you just not be happy? And you know what? No, no, I can't. I can't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's not possible. I'm 30 years old now. Where, where is the happiness? Um, <laughs> uh, but no, uh, in, in any case, uh, I think the discussion now is they they want to edit it even more to the point where more essentially the the eventual goal here is to have games end in overtime more. And basically, as time has gone on, as years have gone on, teams have figured out that winning the three on three overtime is largely about possession. So if you don't like your zone entry or something it's pretty standard to curl back. You'll curl back past the red line into your zone and, and do another break in and try and try to, to get something off the rush. 
the the early discussion is that they want this to stop. So it'd be like a half court rule, sort of like once the puck crosses the center line, it cannot go back. Um, they've even uh, said some stupid ideas like a shot clock, which I hate that. Um, but it's and to me, and I'll wrap up here and then I want your thoughts. But like to me, this is a simple answer: just make three on three overtime ten minutes instead of five, and you will have. If 95% of the games that make it to OT will end in OT. Yeah. Just give them 10 minutes or make it continuous three on three OT. It will eventually end. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I mean, we, we see a lot of them end. So uh, for me, Greg Wyshynski is so happy right now Yeah. because he wants it like basketball. He, you know, and, and that's, that's where we're going, right? You, you brought up two very good points that are exactly what basketball does. Half court. Right. As soon as half, as soon as you get to half court, you come back over. You get a penalty. Right. I hate that. I hate you go. That. You, you, as soon as you get it over half court, you have a shot clock. Right. Okay. So well, we're we're fucking basketball. Right. Right. And I, I just I hate I hate one. I really hate the other. Right. Right. So for me, yeah, I I I am much more in the boat of, look here here's here's an idea for you. Um, you go to 10 minute overtimes, right? It's five extra more minutes than, than we have now. What if if that if if one of the teams goes into overtime and they go into a second overtime, why not just push that next day's game back, right? So say they have a back to back, and I think that's a, that's a lot of the concern here, right? If they have a back to back, push it back five minutes. What the fuck is that going to hurt me? It's more I, I can still drink beers, right? What's that going to hurt me as a fan? So I, for me, I. I, I see why they're trying to do it. I totally, I don't, I'm not a complete fucking A-head, right? Like, sure. I get it. But, like, I, to me, it's just, yeah, we can't be happy, right? Like, we see a large majority of the games that are getting resolved in OT. Just give us another OT, right? You know, what? what's, it's from, from, a, some, from a statistician point, like you were saying, 95% is just thrown out there. But say 75% of these games are getting, getting I don't know if that's a real number, but, you know, if those are getting solved in the first OT, that, that number right. does jump up to, like, 95% if you throw another fucking five-minute five OT minutes on. in there. That's, five that's other, literally statistics. Throw another five minutes on there, and you are going to – it's, like, no one – no one likes a shootout, and I get it. And and in a perfect world, I'm John Tortorella. Like I'm I'm skate them until they die. Like I mean, if they, like, one team will eventually get tired and score. Like right. that's going to happen. And I understand why they don't do that because of contract obligations. Like the game's mm-hmm. got to end at some point. They don't like ties. Like it, I get all of that. I understand. But that being said, uh, it's. A situation where if you if you just had five extra minutes make make overtime three on three overtime 10 minutes you'll see maybe one or two shootouts a month yeah i mean that's the story of our lives right like if we just had five extra minutes yep you know just five five little measly minutes does it does improve things quite a bit it sure does Uh um yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do. I mean, we've seen we've seen this though from from professional leagues, right? Like you look at I know you hate baseball, but baseball was running the same thing. They were going into like big time extra innings on like a fucking Tuesday. Right. And they're like, "Okay, we got to get this shit figured out." So they started putting a runner immediately on second base as soon as those extra innings start. That's right? So, so each stupid. team starts with a with a runner on second base. I hate so, that so much. <laughs> you know. So like I so I I understand what Worst we're trying to do. <laughs> 
I understand what we're trying. No, the worst league is starting a league and not having them skate with any fucking names or. Oh my god, shit. we'll get to we'll, that. We'll get to yeah, that. but uh, yeah. So I, I don't know what they're gonna do. I, I'm with you. I don't see. I really just don't see the problem. I, you're, you're telling me the shootout doesn't take more than five minutes most nights, right? Why can't we just replace? It's not longer. Five exactly. Technically, like how many times? Like it's not. It's not. I know it's rare, but it's not never when we see a shootout go you know six seven rounds yeah have goalie go goalie versus goalie right first to you know first to three saves home team fucking wins i don't fucking know dude do something other than than a half court fucking pond hockey like i just for me yeah i don't know i it's but it's new right so like i'm gonna hate it because it's new but i don't know there's got to be a better option it's got i I, as somebody who does hate the shootout, I say you keep the shootout and you make overtime. It's it's a simple fix. Just give them five extra minutes or shit. You know what? Make it a full period. Make it a full 20-minute period. If you want to, like, make sure that all games end, like, you'll, you'll have one shootout every three months. Sure. If you make a 20-minute long overtime period, that's three on three. Yeah. And it's, and it's first goal wins. You will, if no game, I guarantee you, nothing will get to shoot out barely anything you'll have it'll be like a it'll be like a fun fans it'll go shootouts will go back to being the cool like every once in a while thing that they used to be yeah you know now now we're tired of them now we hate them especially when it seemed like every fucking game was going to a shootout um now like it, you'll get like two or three a year and you're like okay you know this is fine you know this was a good game and this can end in a shootout i'll be happy with that because yeah I, but I guarantee you, Taylor, if if three on three for twenty minutes, is someone gonna score? Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent, exactly. Yeah. Or 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 you get to the point where you, you just add tack five minutes on, and then you get to a shootout. Those shootouts are two on one. You're gonna see right. that's got it's ended. Yep. Right. So yeah, I I, uh, I don't know. They, I, I agree that they need to do something. Maybe like maybe there is a little bit of a tweak. I I still think overtime is still fun i have no problem seeing them circle around if they do it fucking four times Agreed. in a row then yes right th- then it is a problem well that's but... and that should be a delay a game yeah sure give them a fucking delay a game penalty that's delay a game penalty and then and then you really fuck then it's a four on three yes which, three on two yeah right. exactly which is I, great just fuck you know there, there's got to be another option so it'll be interesting to see what comes out of it but yeah i don't know we're fucking we're fucking with it every day seems like it but um it does sound like now that it's not just like fans griping it does sound like that ownership and the and and uh and the managers are actually wanting to tweak something so uh here we go we might uh it's it's they're not afraid to do this kind of stuff with overtime they in fact they change it fairly regularly so we'll see changes shit could be early as next year yeah or just have a fucking tie dude i don't know nope they won't do that i know they won't (laughs) They won't do it. I don't necessarily mind ties, but they won't do it. They they yeah. hate ties. Yeah. Gary Bettman hates fucking ties. He's more bow tie guy. He's all bow tie every day. Yeah. Gary Bettman hates ties. You heard it here first. Yeah. They just they just go all the way down to my pant line, and I don't like that. I don't know how to tie them, so I just do the clip-ons. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas when my assistant's not there, I, I just don't wear a tie. I just yeah. don't. T-shirts. My mistress. Anyway. Um, okay. Yeah. Moving move, move on. Uh, speaking of the NHL and their incompetence, uh, Gary Bettman recently came out 
And uh, I, I thought of the meme, the you know, the Pokemon Slowpoke. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, the NHL is very excited to announce that they are totally hip and with the times and uh, that they are releasing their first round of NFTs. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Taylor, will, we, when will you be picking these up? First day. <laughs> is there a pre-order? Can we pre-order these? Yeah, you could go to your local GameStop and pre-order. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah, dude. That's so crazy to me. That's just they're like it, they're like collectible pucks or something, like digital like pucks or something like that. Probably. I don't know, man. I didn't I just I saw I saw NHL is getting into the NFT market and I fucking I think I saw NHL is getting into and I fucking clicked off of it. NFTs have and we're oh it's the perfect time to get into it because NFTs have what lost like what ninety nine percent of their value. Yeah, yeah, but the NHL will bring them back. Chance, I mean, you think so? if yeah, if anyone can bring them back, it's the NHL. It's the it's the trend setting NHL. A hundred percent. That's what they dude. do. Yeah, uh, it it does make me think. Like sometimes it's you know I will give them credit where credit is due. We're always do that. It's, we're not just like anti NHL. When they do something right, they do something right. And I did notice uh, recently when I was watching the uh, Coyotes Columbus game tonight, which was a great game. Um, I was watching that, and they're doing something with Roblox now. Okay. Like the, like the NHL is doing like a hockey Roblox thing, and nice. that's kids like that shit. Roblox is is huge right now with kids, so that makes sense. Like, go for that. But NFTs, man, you missed the fucking boat. Yeah, like years ago, bro. Right, like it's, I mean, because people have now taken it and ran with it, and it's a meme. Like the NHL is proud to announce that you know we're investing in Blockbuster, yeah. or you know, like oh, the the NHL Pogs are going to be coming out anytime. Which you know what, I would collect some NHL Pogs. So they're getting into like coal and stuff. <laughs> there's there's like a brand new invention. I don't know if you've heard of this, uh, like horse and buggy. Yeah, they got they they're pulling those out. NHL yep. sponsored horse and buggy. I like that Pho- phonographs. Yes, phonographs are it's crazy. It's like new technology. Tele- telegraphs are just fucking Gary Bettman's just sitting there every before every game. <laughs> if you're interested in the new NHL NFTs, go ahead and send us a fax, <laughs> and we'll we'll uh, we'll mail you back some options. NHL pagers. Yes. Yes, there you go. I like that. You know what? Gary Bettman would be that guy that still has a pager. Well, he definitely has a pager and a flip Just phone send me a page. Sure. What are you doing trying to send me a message on what is, Facebook? Oh, hold, hold on, NHL. I'm getting a page. That's 80085. Oh, that's boobs. <laughs> oh, oh, I love this guy. <laughs> What's uh. next? 6969? Oh. <laughs> damn it i you know good on him for trying to do something but that ain't it dude this is this is clearly somebody like this is like nepotism like gary bettman's nephew like got into it and he's like no this is we can still do this he's like he's like gary come on buy my nft and my dogecoin uncle gary uncle uncle gary have you heard of this it's it's like that meme from uh parks and rec he's i've done nothing wrong in my life i know this and i love you (laughs) (laughs) so what did i tell you jimmy you gotta page me you gotta page me these nft stuff yeah yeah pretty much um 
Okay, uh, last bit of news on here. Let's talk about the NWHL before we get into like actual player stuff. Um, recently, the NWHL wait, is it? The, it's not the NWHL. It's the P. Uh, no, they they changed it again. I believe again. Fuck sakes! I it's man. You and I have been some of the biggest champions and advocates for a women's professional league, but fuck, man, they they take every opportunity to shoot themselves in the foot. PWHL. Okay, the PWHL. Uh, recently, they not only announced the teams that they're going to have and the cities that they're going to be in, but they also kind of released names, uh, but in a complete display of complete and utter dysfunction. Uh, their jerseys look like their generic shit that was printed off at the fucking local hockey shop down the street. Dude. And they just have diet. They, they just they're, they're generic colors and they diagonally say, you know, the city name. Yeah, that's it. They they. They really do beer look league, ba- dude. They look bad. They're uninspiring. It's it's worse than beer league. Like I've seen yeah. beer league jerseys that have more personality and creativity. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Dusty Bender uh beer league team. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh those powder blues. Yeah, baby. Got to love those. Um yeah, I it's it crazy. just sucks. Like you and I have been championing this for a while. Like I it's we don't need to go down the route of, you know, is is it the entertainment value that's it's a whole nother argument um just in terms of this like from a business and marketing perspective like man it's just not a good look like gary bettman has said multiple times that he would invest into this if it made money and this is not a good start ah, they just deserve better man those those girls have been through fucking sorry those women have been through so much shit man like i just you can't you can't figure out a league like I think like they're finally making some headway and then they're like yeah we're just gonna wear like you're gonna be yellow tonight and you're gonna be fucking purple like it just get it right and I think the other the other big thing so uh, our buddy Aaron was was kind of you know talking about it the other day when when he was over him and his wife were over and and like the Riveters was such a sick fucking name. the Riveters the Metropolitan the Metropolitans with the fucking Oh, or the Riveters so were the sick. were the arm. Yeah, um, the Riveters, man. The fucking even the Pride was good. The Pride like, was cool. Um, there was good the shit. Buffalo. Yeah, they, they they had some good teams. Yeah, they had and some they, good teams. They just they basically like, and, and I'm sure there's legal shit, right? That's the only reason they couldn't do it. I'm sure. Um, yeah, or, because or, it's copyrighted. Yeah, so like I, I get that, but like, man, there's there had to be a way you could get that. Like it was like a hundred more dollars for them to buy the fucking Riveters. Right, and, and that's probably a lot of money to the the fledgling new league. So sure, um, but like, man, yeah, they did just in, in the big like, awesome. oh yeah, Chat GPT made their fucking team names and shit. Like I saw Legit. a lot of that online. These are really like, bad. I just it wasn't shit. Chat GPT could do better. There was a post. Some guy literally fucking went in there and was like, yeah, what what does Chat GPT think that the women's team should be? And it, they were better. They were it better. It was just like, man, just fucking, just use AI, man. Like, you guys fucked this up. They, so. they, it's really botched. And oh, it's, such and they terrible, also don't have a commissioner, situation. which is like, okay. Like, yeah. so there's no central decision-making whatsoever. Yeah, um, it's me. it's rough. I, I am going to bail you out on the on the girls-women thing, because if Shania Twain start, says, let's go girls, then... All right, it's okay. that's fair. I appreciate that. It's okay. Let's if if Shania Twain says it to me, it's it's gospel. Uh, my dad used to wake me up in elementary school by blasting Shania Twain's album on the fucking stereo. So you had a good childhood. Yeah, I, de- I definitely. I grew up <laughs> right. If you if your family was not That's doing right. that to you, you you didn't live. I I'd, I'd, I'd shake his hand. 
Good shit. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, it sucks. Uh, we wish better for the for for them, but at the same time, you know, there's a reason why there's a reason why the WNBA is completely subsidized by the NBA. Like, yeah. it's just like if for it, it to borrow a line from Bill Burr, and then we can move on to this. Like, women when it comes to women's sports, women have to support their own, or it's just not yeah. going, or it's not going to work. Like it, when you go to these when when this league starts going that those stands need to be packed with women watching these games. Like it, it's, you know, men can go too, but like when it comes to male hockey, like, Oh, it's going to be male hockey. Like it's just how it is. So with this kind of shit, like you're trying to cater to women, you're trying to get women into the game with a woman's hockey team. Women have to go to these things in order to support for them to it's, it's all about money. It's all about money. If the league makes money, then they'll keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. But having these generic ass jerseys doesn't help the cause. Okay, Taylor, uh, mid-roll break real quick. You want to tell us a little bit about uh, degenerate gambling? Yeah, I sure do. Or perhaps uh, nice, convenient sound quality? Uh, yes, let's go ahead and do degenerate gambling first, huh? Perfect, perfect. Bet on about. the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code THPN as in the Hockey Podcast Network. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. CDKNG.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions. Terms and responsible gaming resources. NHL and NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the NHL Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2023. All rights reserved. I, every time you read the phone number, I just go eight six seven five three zero nine. So I got to be honest with you. They yeah. start so in the in the ad read, they put it as like like actual the words right. So yeah. seven is S E V E N. That's even worse, man. right? It makes it more <laughs> difficult. Like yeah. I got to remember how to say a number with words like I well just, and, and, and and uh daddy kyle with the podcast network pp slapped everybody like you must read this yeah. so, <laughs> and and, it's, and even so even we're gonna the, read it we're gonna read it like we're, yes. we're following orders kyle like we 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 can play like, even here. the big even the big hockey football all these other podcasts and stuff like that they do have to read it too so that's true that's true know, so we're, we're here yep but if you are gambling Definitely check out some Raycon headphones because it may be too early to start decorating for the holidays, but it's never too early to start your holiday shopping. Why not take care of it now before the crowds and packed calendars make shopping a total nightmare, especially when you get some of the best deals of the season well before Black Friday. You can shop Raycon products right now and save up to 50% off because their early Black Friday sale is going on now. You've heard me talk about Raycon products before. We've talked about the headphones. Uh, there's a few others that they've they've. they've come out with and things like that but we do like their headphones uh, i'm starting to get ads on instagram for raycon and things like that so uh definitely uh, starting to make its its moves 
Uh, yep. Raycon first made a name for themselves in the audio space with products like their everyday earbuds, known for delivering high quality and thoughtful features like the 32-hour battery life and a perfect in-ear fit for all-day wear and lasting comfort. In this, la- in this past year, they expanded their entire business with the introduction of Raycon Home and Raycon Power Tech. Their five-star reviewed Magic 180 cable allows you to charge iOS, micro USB, and Type-C devices eight times faster with a 100-watt power delivery. Their faucet filter ultra-filters the water in your tap against chlorine and heavy metals. It's a must-have for ensuring the water you use to wash your face and brush your teeth is, you know, actually clean. Raycon is known for delivering high-quality and thoughtful features at half the price of other premium tech brands. It's no wonder their products have racked up tens of thousands of five-star reviews. To get everyone in the holiday shopping spirit a bit early, Raycon is currently offering 20% off everything on their site, with select products up to 50% off. So beat the crowds and save now. Trust me, you do not want to miss out on Raycon's early Black Friday sale. Hurry now to buyraycon.com slash THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, to get 20 to 50% off site-wide. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score up to 50% off Raycon products. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. All right. Yeah, see, that one's a little that one's a little uh, calm. Yeah, yeah, it makes more sense. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. You don't have to run through a legal legal notice. Yeah. We should have it like, you know, in like the old, the old shows, like where it would just run, run down the screen really fast. Yeah, we, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll get that implemented. Uh, yeah, really the only thing that we need to say is don't eat your Raycon products. Don't like yeah, it's, don't do it. and the fact that we had to say it means that, you know, it's happened. Yes. Uh, it's like, what what's the pods that the washing machine pods that people were eating? Yeah. Don't yeah. eat this stuff. Raycon strongly suggests that you only put them in your ears it's the in fact it's the only hole they want you putting their product in if we find out that there's anyone in the united states or internationally that went into the hospital with raycons in their butt Mm -hmm. uh do not tell them we sent you (laughs) please i was listening to the dusty better podcast (laughs) and they said it they, they, I wasn't even thinking it, and then they mentioned it, and now I wanted to try it. <laughs> That's, yeah. I, the vi- sorry the vi- that in It's about the vibrations. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Turn up the bass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, Louise. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. Let's. We should talk about some hockey. Sure. Um, all right. Folks, uh, right now, the bell of the ball. The bell of the ball in November in the NHL is Patrick Kane. All right. Sure is. He is being courted. Uh, he's being asked to lots of balls and, and parties and meeting, you know, potential suitors trying to figure out which slipper that he wants. And if you guys love this metaphor, I'm going to jump away from it now. Finally. Cool. Um, Patrick Kane is trying to decide what team he's going for. We've been, we've been teased a lot by Elliot Friedman that he's, he might make a decision this week or the next. And uh, as, as rumors come in and out, uh, it, it, we're all over the place. Like at first it was like, oh, the first team he met with was Toronto. And then Toronto fans are like, yeah. And then it's like, hey, actually, he didn't meet with Toronto. Yeah. That's, didn't even uh, show up. Just 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 kidding. Like he's he's actually not in Canada at all. So <laughs> hates Canada. Yeah. Uh, so he's that's not a thing. Um, apparently he's been talking with uh, and, and New York is now out. That's the most recent thing uh, that I saw is New York is now out of the sweep ticks. So uh, it comes down to, uh, you know, obviously Chicago is not going to be there. So um, 
you're thinking, all right, who's left? And uh, I, I've heard Carolina might be in the mix. Um, uh, the Red Wings have been... Well, I haven't heard, like... I think that's more of, like, people are trying to will it. Like, it's more of, like, this makes the most sense. Yet I haven't necessarily heard that he's, like, talking to the Red Wings or anything like that. Right. So I don't I don't know if that's true or not. But Elliot Friedman has said he's been tied to the Red Wings. So there is that. Um, I think he's also been talking to the Jets. Uh, Buffalo, obviously. He's a Buffalo kid. Um, I don't necessarily know if that would be the smartest thing for Buffalo. So, okay, give me your thoughts of the teams that are currently in the sweepstakes for Patrick Kane. Which one actually makes sense versus which one do you think he actually goes to? Yeah, the other one I, I do want to throw in, I don't know if it's if it's uh, been debunked yet, but I know Florida was making a big push for him. Yes. Um, so that, that was the other one that I've, I've heard. Uh, I, I, I do actually think one of his better fits is Winnipeg. Um, I don't know if he would play in a Canadian market. I don't know if Winnipeg is even really in a position to say, yeah, let's let's go ahead and add Patrick Kane because we have a team that could could win it all. Sure. Um, you know, but I, I think I think just with their you know Wheeler's not there anymore. Um, Ehlers is maybe just starting to figure it out a little bit. I think he's been a little bit sluggish to start the year. I think there's definitely a role for him there in a top six, you know, minutes and things like that. I do actually think Buffalo is is a good move for him. I think um, I don't know if they're necessarily a playoff team though. I think that you know that that's that's more. It's the same thing we hear every year with Gibson. Oh, he's going back to Pittsburgh because that's where he's from, right? I think a lot of that has to do with just the bias of that's where he grew up and shit. Yep. Um, but I do think they have a spot for him. So if, if that's something that he thinks, you know, if he thinks that team is maybe a goaltender away, right, like we've we've always talked about and, and we, you know, he hears any rumblings before we do that they are making a move for a goaltender, then maybe, right? I mean, maybe that is a spot for him. I, I think – you know, realistically, I think Carolina makes a ton of sense because they are they are definitely a playoff team. They definitely that need supplemental to, scoring that they could use. They could definitely use him, right? I mean, they they could definitely use uh, you know Terry Vinen's having a, a little bit of a bounce back year, but outside of you know say Aho Sveshnikov who's struggling a little bit, you know who who is who's scoring those goals besides the back end, right? I mean, they yep. they have a nice D. Um, so I, th- I think that is that is a very plausible place for him to end up because of the fact that they are probably playoff bound and they have a spot for him in the top six, right? I mean, it, it does make a yep. lot of sense. So for me, that's probably his number one area. Um, I, I won't hate on the Red Wings too much. I think they could always use Patrick Kane, but um, I don't think it makes sense. I don't think it makes sense either. So. I think Car- I think you probably see him in Carolina. I think Florida does still technically make sense. I think they have a little less room, but yeah. you know, at the same time, I, shit, maybe they are a right winger away from. from I don't think Florida works because spot. Kane is gonna like it's the early rumblings, and this could have been debunked, but it sounded like Kane wants a three-year deal mm-hmm. to kind of give him that cushion into retirement kind of thing. Um, I think the only teams that can do that are the Red Wings. Carolina could probably make it happen. But it, like if, you know, if I'm if I'm generic GMX talking to Kane, I'd be like, "All right, do you want money or do you want term? You can't have both." Yeah. Like I mean, I like if Kane comes up to me he's like, "I want 3 years and a million bucks." I'd be like, "Done." Done. Yeah, That's, I wonder 
so the NHL doesn't do I, I think it's I think it's MLB that does it, but it's like a player option. Or maybe it's maybe it's NFL I'm thinking of. But they do uh, like a player option. So like if that was on the table, I think something like that would make sense, right? Do sure. it for a year and then do like, you know, two years of player option or something like that. Okay. Um, you know, kind of give him give give the team a little more because uh, I think they can they can still basically say, yeah, we're we're not going to do the next two years with sure. you. Sure. Um, so yeah, I I would I do know. I would offer him a, th- a three by one or one by three. Yeah. If that makes any sense, or you know what, if you're if you're a nice you know, if you, if you want to split it right down the middle, a two by two sounds fine that to me. Sounds perfect to me. I that think sounds, a two, two by two is perfect. Two by two is probably right. If they are a playoff team and this isn't a team that's waiting on prospects to come back up. That's why I think Buffalo as, as much as, you know, they do kind of make sense. Um, they got some prospects in the system. I don't know if you want to take that roster spot with a guy for the next two, 60 two, games years. left. We're we're gonna we're gonna give Kaner the benefit of the doubt here and assume that he's fully healthy and we're gonna actually get a an older but healthy Kane. You know, you're you're expecting what fifty points, twenty goals, thirty assists, ballpark roughly. Yeah, I'd say you know, in, if it's sixty games, I think he'd probably, I think you'd be you'd be comfortable with forty to fifty. Yeah, I think it's I think it's in that realm. You know, if if Kaner hits twenty goals, you're you, you're you're pretty happy about that Feeling signing. Pretty good, yeah. Yeah, you're pretty happy about that. And and the assist in Mark, if he's in the thirty to forties, that's even better. So, yeah. um, that's what you're hoping for. But you're also, you know, it's at the end of the day, uh, you're hoping that he's even, you know, eighty percent of what he was. Sure. Because if you're only yeah. getting like fifty percent, Kane. Uh, yeah, and that's why. That's why I think you just got yourself a power play specialist. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah, that's why I, I like what you said. I think a two by two sounds pretty pretty. Two by two good, sounds pretty good, right? I mean, worst case scenario, you only have. I don't think Florida can do a two by two though. Yeah, I don't think so either. And I'd be, I'd be, I think Carolina might be hard pressed just by the looks of their defense. So then it's narrowed down to it's narrowed. Down, you know, it's and it comes down to Kane again. Like, does Kane want one more kick at the can? He's got three cups. It's not like he has anything to prove. So maybe he just wants to be comfortable. So if he wants that, it's either go play with his best friend or go home yeah well and i think i think if you're thinking how old he is he's just an old bag now at what like 36 or something something like that he's just an old fart um yeah he's like close to you know close to fucking bingo nights um right yeah i think i mean fuck i mean florida or carolina sounds pretty decent right i mean you know that that warm weather if that's what he's into so i don't know we'll we'll see what happens i i yeah I, i i don't know I don't know because I mean that's that's the thing is I think if you're if you're at this point in your career even if you have three cups, I, I just I don't see any like hockey players like to win, dude. You know, so yeah, I just don't see him going somewhere and being like, well, you know, uh, fucking the Sharks gave me five million. Like I just I don't sure. see him being that kind of player. The, but. the only reason he works out with the Red Wings to me is that you know obviously the the natural chemistry with DeBrincat, but also the. Iserman is, we're, we're currently, he's, I, you know, this is our interpretation of the Iser plan, but it, it looks like that he's, it's this interim period. You know, he's, he's filled the roster right now with two to three year deals as a transitional period to make the team competitive for Bergen and Edvinson and Soderblom and all those guys to get experience and get better and then take over the team. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of what everybody's assuming anyway, considering they're not on the team at the moment. Sure. So, 
that's so if you're like okay Kane two by two you can oversee the transitional years of the Red Wings and play with your best friend great and 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 for all we know maybe maybe have a shot this year or next year right like you know you might get in, some playoff hockey yeah you right, might get some playoff yeah hockey. you might get a little yeah. playoff hockey yeah, and you maybe. just never know once you're in the playoffs so yeah. Um, yeah I don't I don't hate that I mean I think you know fuck it might work but um he just he comes across to me i mean just based on what he did last year of going to the rangers right like he he wants someone that's in it and has a decent shot and i think sure you know rangers didn't do a ton last year but i think you know if you're looking at well didn't he get traded in new york um but he had to sign off on it yeah i think he had to sign off on it so you know i think he still he still had a little bit and it's not like boston had room for his but in this particular case he has full control so yeah, like he's a free agent, so I mean, it's it's wherever Kane wants to go. And his video of his hips and his, you know, his uh, Russian circles and stuff look really good. Those hips don't lie, my friend. That's right. For yep, absolutely. All right, uh, folks. Uh, quick, quick announcement. We probably should have said in the beginning of the show, but uh, we will be taking next week off for the holidays. So uh, no episode next week. So just because of that. We're going to give you the American Thanksgiving preview. Uh, we, we've always kind of talked about this on the show, but I want to stress how important it is now since we had Bobby Ryan on the show kind of saying that it's a good indicator. Um, shit, you know, like let's let's take a look. So kind of judging at the standings right now, looking at the teams that are in the playoffs. Taylor, if you had to give me I'll, – I'll go first because I kind of just sprung this on you. Um, if I if you look at the teams that are currently in in a playoff spot, Give me the teams that you think will fall out. So I look at this right now and I say the Ducks are falling out. Yeah. The Yotes that's are it. falling out. Just the Ducks. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. And Ducks. Oh, okay. and, uh, that's we'll it. Back to you, Taylor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the, duck, the Ducks are falling out. I think the Yotes fall out. Um, and man, that's it. In the West, yeah. Yeah, yeah, in the West. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, in the East, well, shit. Well, shit. In the East, I think, I think, I think. No, I would say anybody falls out. I'm going to I'm going to say that the Red Wings will make the playoffs. And it's and it's solely because I everybody else is not like they're playing slightly better than all the other mediocre teams. Like sure. I'm not I am not saying the Red Wings are playing well right now. They are just doing a little bit better than the Islanders, the Sabres, the Capitals, the Canadians and the Senators. Yeah. Pittsburgh's out. Like, I'm sorry, uh, Jeff. If you if you've gotten to this part of the episode, I'm sorry. Sorry, Jeff. It's not their year. Um, I I will disagree with you, uh, but okay. just just bare, very barely. I I do th- I I agree with you. I think I think Detroit's. Ooh. I I think D- Detroit is in. I I do like I do like Detroit, and I think they got to figure out their tendy situation. But it's, as soon as as soon as they do. Yep. Right. Um, yep. I mean, the team itself is playing well. 
right. Well, and you fired Jeff Petrie into the sun, but yeah, I know. Well, that, you just that's, put him. That is... you, 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 okay. You see, you find the shell of a rusty car in Detroit. There's probably plenty of them. Sure. Okay, and then you put Ford. Jeff Petrie on it. Mm-hmm. All right, like he's on it. Probably, you know, even with his buddy uh, Sherat, for example. Okay. You okay. want him in the passenger seat of that vehicle? I, I want him like we're gonna tell Sherat this is this is like an old yeller thing. Like look, Sherat, your buddy Petrie, we love him, we know, but you gotta put you gotta put him out of his misery. You gotta do it. We we sell it like that. So like it's like, you know, your buddy. Like if somebody's gotta do it, it's your buddy. So sure. like so Sherat is it puts him on the top of the car and he's about to push him into into Lake Michigan. Okay. All right. And then right as that's happening. More at cider then comes in and pushes Sherat. Okay, so this is it's like a it's like a tag team. Situation. Correct. Yes, and then and then they both just calmly sink into Lake Michigan. They don't try to swim out or anything. No, no, they just accept <laughs> yeah, their they fate. Just, they, they're just like, yeah, we. They just it. accept their fate. They understand what's happening, and. Uh... <laughs> so I love your analogy. Yes. Um, one one thing I do want to ask you about because you're closer to it than me. Uh, why? So why haven't we seen Edvinson yet? Is it because of the contracts that we have on yes. the back end? Because yep. the kid is fucking good. Yeah, it's a hundred percent that. It's we we've put too much money into Sherat and Peach, uh, P- Petrie in today's almost miraculous comeback of the Red Wings in Sweden. They were down four rip. They come back four four and lost in overtime after a very cool Tim Stutzel bat out of the air. I heard this game was fucking sick though. It was nuts. Like it, Sens fans were fucking reeling. They're like, here we fucking go. Like this, <laughs> like a, this is us. This is our life. Um, no, but they're still able to pull out the win and it, and it was still a rusty win by the Red Wings uh, or a, a comeback by the Red Wings. But um, in any case, so uh it, basically, uh, Petrie is the the the, the Petrie Sherratt line were like minus three. Nice. So it, it was like, uh, and they were like the only guys on those with negative courses that game. Dude, it's it's like it's very apparent. Like all the stats are against him. He he's bad. Like it's he's not playing well. But his contract's there, and if they if they do that, I'm sure. And then there's probably another thing of like Edvinson is. You know, maybe he's got the nine game thing. I don't know. That's that that's a little off my radar. Um, but yeah, I think I think Eiserman's just hesitant to put put him on the team right now, which is frustrating because you bring anybody would be an upgrade over this guy. Yeah, like Ollie. I would rather have Ollie Mata in the lineup than Jeff Petrie. Oh, Mata, Justin Hull. You've got you've got you've got Red Wings fans chant like because Hull Hull missed this game. Yeah. You've got entire sections of Red Wings fans going, please, like, I need a miracle. Please bring back Hull. That's hilarious, and, dude. And no one would ever think you would say something like that. Dude, Toronto fans are rolling over in their fucking graves right Correct. now just thinking of that. Correct. Yes. Yes. So the fact that we're cheering on the fact that Hull needs to get back, it kind of goes to show that Petrie's just bad. Like, he's yeah. just really bad. Like, Sherratt was already rough. Petrie's a liability every time he gets on the fucking ice. So in any case, that was a long winded answer. Um, yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, so my, so my only team, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that I wouldn't say they're set. Okay. Um, I think you have to make room for the Jack Hughes devils and my, the team, you're saying they're going to fall out. No, no, no. They're, they're not in right now. Yeah, they are. 
No, they're not. They're they're outside what? of the wild card right now. Yep. Uh, they're they yeah. New Jersey are New Jersey is out. Are we looking at different standings right now? I'm oh my god, we are looking at. I needed to hit refresh. I was looking Come at on, stand, Bob. I was looking at standings from five days ago. Okay, god, cool. God. Um, yeah. Wow. Okay, this is totally different. Take so everything. It's... Take everything that I said back. You you go. You go because oh, well, you're so... looking. You're looking at accurate statistics. Well, yeah. I mean, it helped. Um, yeah. So I I think I if you're if I'm looking at these teams, I think the the Washington Capitals are for sure. Uh, oh, great. Hundred percent. Yeah. So I so for me, well, okay. I hate you a little less now. Okay. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, I think I think that team on falls my back stats, the Capitals were like fifth, you know. Like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and and they're playing good hockey right now, but I think the way this team is built, and just with some of the other teams in this in this Eastern Conference, uh, there's just there's no way for me that they make it. I think I think if you're looking at the Capitals, I think the only team I could make an argument for that of the teams that are in right now is Detroit, but I think Detroit's actually a better team than Washington. I think their, their goalie situation is a sketchy situation, but everywhere else, I think Detroit is still a little, little bit better than, than capital. So um, yeah, I think caps caps fall out, but I, I think everything else as it is right now on 11, 16 at nine fourteen PM, I think uh, the East is the East is looking like kind of how it should, right? I mean, okay. So you say the devil's, the Devils take the cap spot. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I'm yeah. I'm going to agree with that. And then you know what? Just to be fucking ballsy. I'm just sure. gonna fucking go out there. I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna say that the Tampa Bay Lightning do not make the playoffs. Vazzy is back, dude. He's on the ice. That doesn't mean that he's a hundred percent. Ah, they're they're not gonna they're not gonna be seven, six, and four. And rush him. What if he's not? What if he's not him? Oh, he's gonna be him, dude. It's he's gonna be him. He's gonna be even if what did he? What did he get? I actually don't know what his deal was. What was his thing? Because I want to say back. Okay, because if it's hip in any way, then I'm gonna very much stand by my statement. Goalies do not recover from hip shit. Andre Vasilevsky injury. Mm -hmm. He had surgery on. No, I don't want to buy whatever the fuck you're selling. <laughs> uh, yeah, back surgery. Yep. So, back surgery. Okay. All right. Yeah. You know what? I'll 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 take that back. And, I'll take and, it back. Yeah. Solely then, because I don't see anybody on here that's good enough to. Okay. Columbus is out. The Islanders are out. Yeah. The Senators aren't making it. Buffalo might make a push, but they're not doing it. Montreal's fake good. Uh, Pittsburgh is going to be Jacqueline and Hyde all year and it's not going to be enough um yeah they are phillies yeah it's like you know oh we're back you know kind of thing but and then they're not um phillies fake good uh the devils they're just hurt you know he sure comes back Hughes comes back yes the goaltending is still a problem but it's it's going to be good enough yeah you know they're forward um, and forward and decor good enough to to offset that so. yeah i agree i the caps i just i i don't know i just don't see them continuing i just don't see them continuing on i think i mean it's the same same thing caps are the same thing with the ducks for me sure right sure they they have a few pieces but you're starting to see some of the good teams that were supposed to be good on paper yep. you're starting to see them figure it out a little bit 
right? And so, you know, we're only going to continue to see some of those teams figure it out. So this might be one of the first years where that American Thanksgiving, uh, it might be a little more of a toss-up than it has been in the last few years because I, 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 I think, think the stat is good... like 75 to 80 percent like okay, 75 so to 80 percent little... of the team so, so so what we're saying would make sense so ma- okay math shit so like what so that what 16 teams make the playoffs uh yes what's 80 percent of 16 80 percent of 16 uh yes so 75 percent is 12 12.8 so 13 teams we'll round it up to 13 so three of the 16 teams that are currently in are not making it yeah which those are probably coming from the west so uh yeah that's That's Um, probably accurate yeah so we're probably probably right around there saying the east is fairly set minus probably washington and then the west is fairly set minus the ducks and the coyotes right i mean like realistically you're gonna see i mean calgary calgary's actually been putting it together i think they were leading last i looked tonight uh so they're putting it together a little bit and the blues have looked way fucking better than they did to start the year so uh slow start they've they've it seems like they're finally turning it around a little bit yeah and and i i still don't think you can you can write off edmonton until the cows come home so um yeah, so I really want to. I really want to doubt Vancouver. Like, I, there's a part of me that wants to say, like, there's no way that Vancouver keeps this up. They're so good, dude. I know, I <laughs> know, so but like, good. they're but like, uh, it's just hard. It's, to, it's, it's just. But but to to your point, Vancouver always deals with injuries, right? It's only yep. a matter of time till Vancouver sees some of those injuries, and then we'll really see what their depth looks like, what what kind of team they actually are. So, uh, yeah, you probably you probably you're not 100 percent wrong. Vancouver is my candidate to be this year's Buffalo. Like, we, we, like for the last three, four years, like it's always like Buffalo comes out of the gate 10, 15 games in, and it's like, oh, we're back, baby. Like, it's it's like Dominic Hashik is playing. With, it's the spirit of Hashik, and he's not even dead. He's with us right now. You can feel it. And like they're like you know ten and two, or you know a, a good record of some kind, and then they just fucking crash. Yeah. Uh, so, sorry, Blues fans, but the Sharks, the San Jose Sharks, are beating your ass five rip right now. What the fuck? <laughs> what the? Fuck? Uh, okay, so we're we're saying let's let's say here for a second that Anaheim and Arizona don't make it. Yeah. Um, God, Arizona, I it, it, like the Ducks. I don't think they. I, I think they fall out. But like the Yotes, man, they're playing five hundred hockey, which it's enough and, to keep them in the conversation for basically excuse me the whole year yeah i i so i mean they're 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 gonna be a problem dude i mean this is this is but here's the thing yotes fans this is right where they need to be there's even there's even rumors that they're looking to pick up hannafin from calgary i love that move uh the, the word on the street is calgary's open for business fuck i mean now they're now they're sitting a couple points out of the wild card you know like you're six just, eight you're six eight and two like yeah it's, but i mean you're you're, but, you're you're two points out of the wild card because the west is garbage the not west because is garbage but why yeah. but why not huberto fucking scored a goal tonight right like you know the, the, uh, well, the clouds are opening the fucking team is turning around holy the, shit yeah the sun's coming out there's there people are running to the beach <laughs> in calgary the beach in calgary <laughs> 
there's white five, sandy there's, beaches there's in white Calgary. sandy uh yeah it's just yeah. they're four points out man um <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, shit. That's, they've, look, they've got a problem. Calgary has the, the okay, but because uh, our next topic here is going to be the Kraken, and you're sitting here having optimism about the Calgary Flames, and they have the exact same number of the points as the Seattle Kraken. Do you think for a second the Kraken are making the fucking playoffs right now? No, the Kraken are Kraken are out, man. That's right. And they Kraken, no, but, Kraken are but, out. but they're only four points out, Taylor. <laughs> well. <laughs> I, they 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 looked a lot better tonight than they did blowing Look, a fucking. I went to bed early, like, oh yeah, three one over Edmonton. That's oh, an easy win. No, two two goal lead with the Seattle Kraken is not is nothing. Yeah, fuck. I guess we're I guess we're finding that out. Yeah, it's um. So okay, uh, to to wrap up this convo for thing, American Thanksgiving, uh, I think the Ducks drop out. The Blues will make it, and then um. For me, Edmonton gets in, dude. Edmonton, yeah, I agree. Yeah, Edmonton I, I just, sneaks in. I don't, I don't think that they are going to be the dominating presence that they are, because the, the issues that have plagued them still exist. Like they're they're going to get a rebound from the new coach. They're going to turn things around a bit. But that being said, I, I, they're not going to be leading the division like everybody was talking about. So, but that's a scary. If you are a division leader in the West, that's a scary team to pull in the first round, though. Right? Yeah. You just you never know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fuck. So, did you hear what Jack Campbell is? This is well, it's on topic. What am I going to say? Yeah. Uh, Jack Campbell is like zero and three has like a fucking point eight five in the AHL or some shit. He's getting absolutely fucking waxed out. So he's just done. Like he's, he's done. He's, he's this done. is this is probably his last season. Honestly. Fuck. That's such a bad way to go out, man. Oh Edmonton Edmonton fucking ruined him. I mean Jack Campbell has never been Yeah, that's fair. That goalie though, right? Like he had not this bad though either. Uh that's true. That's that is true. He's he uh I don't know. Yeah. Let yeah. me and and you know what? Real quick, as my my dryer goes off. Who is um, it? Hello. Oh, hello. Who's there? Really long dryer buzzer. Um, the Edmonton Oilers. I I I'm not going to be a hundred percent sure on this. I need to look it up real quick. But uh, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Yeah. So, you know, the stats say that they've just won three in a row, but they just beat the Sharks, the Kraken, and the Islanders. Sure. Bottom dwellers. Or, or the the Kraken, the Islanders, and then the Kraken again. So, like, are they back? Like, we're, we're going to – they're going to play the Lightning here real quick, who's, to be fair, has been struggling as well. They just got lit up five rip by somebody. Who was that? Oh. Like, very recently, they just got fucking – I know they got shut out by Carolina. The Blues. The Blues shut them down five rip, and then the Canes shut them down four rip. But fuck. Oh, and then the Hawks beat them 5-3? Yikes. Yep. That's a little bit of panic mode. Yeah. Yeah. But in any case. Yeah. Yeah. um, I I look at that. Like, Edmund, so, like, yes. Are they going to turn around, and are they beating teams they should be beating? Yes. But is that enough to climb? Like, I mean, there's teams above them that – you know, like we said, the Yotes are going to play 500 hockey probably the rest of the year. Right. And in the West, that's enough to push for a playoff spot. Yeah. I They, they definitely, and I I mean, you and I talked about it preseason, right? They, they're they going to give teams fits, and there's a very good chance that they are right in the mix come the end of the year based on what the West looks like. 
So I, it wouldn't surprise me at all if they squeaked in. It wouldn't surprise me at all if they just barely missed because I think that's that's who they are. Yeah. Uh, Sharks are out. Preds are out. Hawks are out. Um, you don't think the Wild turned around? Uh, I just I, – so for me, I'm a little biased. Right. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I had him low. I had him low to start the year. Same. I had a couple conversations with absolute dipshits on Twitter about him. Um, so I, I, I'm a little biased, so I don't have like a, a good, a good outlook on him. Um, and fuck, man, Gustafsson has to figure it out. If, if, if this team has any sort of a shot, Gustafsson has to figure it out because I like flurry, love flurry. I've always loved flurry, but he's ancient. He's ancient. You got. You have to have that goalie. Flurry can't, can't play. Flurry can't play sixty games. No, and and coming into the season, we were looking. I mean, you you convinced me that Gustafsson could potentially be a top ten goaltender, right? Like he has to play anywhere close to that right. in order for this team to do do anything. Uh, Spurgeon's still out, I believe. So now Spurgeon's back. Is he back? Okay. Yep. Um, but, so I mean, but you know, he's, but maybe but Spurgeon stands alone. Like well, he's like, and he's who's realistically who's his, who's his help on the blue line. Brock favor favor but i mean okay. realistically right okay. like exactly so a rookie so like realistically he is more of a defensive defenseman than he is an offensive guy he's not going to contribute to the offense not scoring goals so um yeah they, they have some problems i don't think they're i think if you're looking at any team as low as minnesota wild right now edmonton's going to pass them before the wild figure it all out so um yeah yeah i don't know yep i get that all right let's end it let's end it with some cracking talk here uh cool. just real quick um cracking or bad sure uh what are they what's what's the score as we do this three three okay okay it's not bad um so i i'm going to stress i i'm going to give you the floor but i, I want to stress that you know, it's it, to start the season. There was a lot of criticism of the offense. It's like we're not scoring goals, and that's fair, fair criticism. But we consist. It doesn't matter who the goalie is, and that and this is my overarching circle point of it's all the defense's fault. Fire the defense into the sun, except for Dunn and Larson. Sure. Uh, it doesn't matter. If like you know, if we score a goal or two a game, we are giving con- we are consistently giving up three to four goals a night. Yeah, consistently. So in order to win those hockey games, see, th- this was the problem. We were doing this last year as well, but we were scoring four or five goals a game, so it was right. okay. We were outscoring our problems. We are not doing that this year, so it's easy to be a surface problem of like, well, we just we're, we're not getting the scoring. Okay, well that's fair, but like. Most teams don't have to rely on scoring three to four goals and uh, four to five goals a night to win a game. Yeah. Because you're spotting the other team three to four. Right. So I, I it's, I, I, I'm not trying to excuse the def, uh, the offense. We've talked on plenty of episodes before this, that a lot of guys are underperforming. I, you know, Matty Beniers seems like he might be finally turning a corner. Uh, Jordan Eberle is still looking old. Uh, Alex Wenberg. I it's, First goal I'm of the speechless. season. I'm so speechless of why this guy gets the minutes that he gets. Like he's so non-effect. Like it's. I even commented it on Twitter on uh, on a prominent. I think it was on the Kraken Twitter page. I can't remember, but I was like, if somebody could please explain to me in a logical way why Wenberg gets 
the time he does. Like, please explain it to me. And the only, the only defense I got was he's good defensively. Okay. And I, and I looked it up and he's plus one, which is on this team is mildly impressive. Sure. And I, and I, and I countered back. I was like, great. That is a fantastic quality in a fourth line center. Sure. Like if you have a sound defensive center and he's not going to get scored on great, throw him on the fourth line. And that way we're safe while the, while the guys who can score are on, are, are resting. Yeah. Okay. The guy has three fucking assists and he is our yeah. second line center. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're past the point in the NHL where your second line center just defends, right? We Correct. need, we need, that needs to be your two way guy. That needs to be your guy that he's not a world beater. He's not getting anywhere close to a point per game, but he can't have five points in fucking seven zero games. goals. Well, yes. So he just got his second tonight. I thought it was his first, but he just got his second goal tonight. His second, yeah. Because well, I know that's that he... what NHL says. Oh, he scored one the other night, but it was waved off. So okay, well, okay so maybe he, he so, got yeah, it back. They, they have okay. this too. Either either way, right? And 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 let me defend the Kraken a little bit. Let me defend the Kraken forwards actually, because yeah, I, thank you for def- clarifying that. Yeah, there's the there's game. not there's not much of the defend the defend the offense and then defend the goalies, please, because this is this is been a this has been a podcast that is hard on Grubauer in the past and I don't while he's not playing elite he's not playing bad right and, and same with same with Joey right agree agree um, it's agree yeah, that's but, why we're seeing consistently three to four goals regardless of who's in goal we're seeing three to four goals a game scored against this team right so let, let me let, I'll be I'll be the positive energy here folks okay. uh we, we get knocked on Twitter for that all the time because we're so fucking negative <laughs> uh okay positive energy our goal scorers tonight against the islanders this will come out tomorrow so we'll all know the fucking we'll know the final score uh maddie with his second of the year right that's a good sign warming you up know? warming up warming up i think that's two goals in his last you know three four games right i think he's so he's starting he's starting to warm up a little bit uh wenberg it does have him as his second goal we'll have to fact check that but uh, you know that maybe maybe that's good things to come, right? Because that's what you want to see. You want to see two way. You want you want that second line center in today's league to put up at least sixty points, right? I think I think that's I don't even think anyone can argue that knows the game. Like that's where we're going with this. Nico Heischer, right? Now, not everybody's going to be a Nico Heischer, but we want centers on that second line that are going to put up at least 60 points i think that's that's probably fair to say his nhl stats page says he has one goal and four assists okay so nhl the scores nhl is wrong uh but either way either way maybe oh, with that... tonight with tonight so they they did give him a goal against edmonton in edmonton okay okay so, yes so but this so maybe this gets him going a little bit neverly does get an assist on there um uh, and then and then yamo yamo gets his third and yamo yamo's been battling his ass off all year this, he does he this, deserves more than three goals there's there's no reason that he only has because he's goals. finally getting top line minutes like so yes. last i looked yama was on uh it, it, actually a pretty interesting line with wenberg and schwartz uh schultz no Schultz. Uh, schwartz. it would be schwartz yeah um so daily faceoffs is not necessarily right i i looked at the last lineup in fact i could probably pull it up on twitter um yeah it it, it seems yamo is no longer a fourth liner we'll put it that way yeah but so which is to- good Yes, but to my to my point, these are guys that you want to see scoring, and, and maybe this is this is good things to come, right? So the, this is this is good stuff from the offense. Three goals, three goals should win you a couple games, right? You know, three three goals you should win games three two in the regular season, right? I mean, it, it, and that's 
the goalies themselves are just getting left out to dry, man. Like there, there's definitely, you know, you, you watch the games. Mm-hmm. There's, there's goals where you're like, ah, oh, fuck, Gru should have had that. Joey, Joey wants that one back, you know, but for the most part, our defensive core, even, you know, and, and I, I won't even, I won't even just exclude Dunn and Larson because there are, say, in- they're not even, they're not even playing well defensively. It's just when they're on the ice, we can usually make the puck go the other direction. So we don't Correct. have to worry about the defensive play. Whereas the other, the other two lines, the puck's going in our zone. Right. There's, there's not enough offensive capabilities on that bottom Correct. second, to, third pairing. To outweigh the defensive uh, negligence. Exactly. So, yeah. and, and this is, this is what we've been saying for two years now. Right. And it's just, they honestly, the defense was playing good when the offense was shitty. It's just like, why can't this all be put together, right? Why, why can't the pieces just fit and create a Battlestar Galactica Lego set? Like, D- Dumoulin's got to go, man. Dumoulin, Dumoulin so was the worst. He was like, drink. there were so many other options out there. Noah Hannafin needs to be, if if Ron Francis is serious and wants like wants to see the playoffs again, you already brought up Noah Hannafin. That kind of name needs to be on the top of his list. Because why this, won't they bring this, up Riker Evans? Why would you bring up Riker Evans into a system that doesn't fucking work? Right? This That's D fair. this D set is and, and I'm not even saying like I'm not saying it's just the system. I think the personnel that they have on the back end, especially that second and third pairing, just doesn't work in the system or these guys just aren't good. So if you were to bring Riker Evans into that, you're basically saying Okay, something's not working. Let's see if let's see if this rookie can come up and just change the entire dynamic of our deep core, right? Sure, like, sure. I like just, I'm, it, it's a little sketchy, but I, yeah. I see why you're go- I see why you're doing that. I mean, I I fuck. I'm I'm all for. I mean, Jagger Furcus is literally just running around people. I think in, I think he's playing in the WHL OHL. Mm-hmm. Um, the kid's fucking sick. He's got twenty goals in fifteen games or something ridiculous. So pretty good. You know, so I mean, but but like you don't want to bring those kind of players into a, into something like this. Um, we saw Wright and and uh, Winterton for a little bit playing fourth line minutes, right? Like, I just I think all over the place we're just we're seeing some of these some of these issues, and I think a lot of it comes back to coaching as much as you know the the personnel on the especially on the back end isn't there. I, I think I think you you're starting to see some of that that system coaching issues starting to really come up. Uh, you shouldn't be three three to the Islanders right now. Uh, it's just the Islanders are not good. No, so no, it's you yeah, should. yeah. So the D the D is the problem. Whether it's the system, the personnel, or both, uh, they're leaving the goaltending out to dry, and the offense is starting to figure it out. And it's just the wrong time for those issues that we've seen the last two years to really be creeping back up into the, into the Kraken's game. So sure. Yeah, man, I don't fucking know. I just, it's, it's, it's just sad. not fair. It's not fair to take it's a not, run at the goalies right now because it's, it's look, are they, it's, you know, it's like asking the, like, why isn't he making that save? Because he's not Gibson. He's not Vasilevsky. Like these are not top 10 goalies in the league. Right. These are, these are arguably not even top 20 goalies in the league. Arguably, you know, like they, you know, I, I would listen to an argument of maybe in the teens, but they're definitely not top 10 goalies. So when you put them out there and you're like, oh, fuck, why isn't he, you know, making spectacular, you know, earth shattering game saving saves? It's because those they, they they are doing what 
their skill level and how much they're getting paid to do is. Maybe well, Grubauer, you could argue, is playing a little under his contract at the thank moment. Thank you. But yeah, that's where I was going to go with that. But yes. That's fair. Yes, but, I agree. But I mean, that you're... being said, even even at five, like you're expecting, you know, you're for 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 Grubauer's contract, what are you looking for? A 905, 910? Yeah, I think you want to see him towards the 910. I think yep. you, you're you're seeing the top 10 goalies in the league are probably above 920. I think yep. you're seeing that middle middle of the road guys that are making, you know, yeah, honestly, the five, the the four, five, nah, sixes. There's some good goalies at six. So I mean, the four, five should probably be in the nine, ten range, and then you know anything under that is subpar, man. And both tendies are under nine hundred, and and save percentage isn't isn't. It's not everything. so. It's not the it's not the end all be all. But I mean, come on. So top save percentages in the league right now, um, and I'll I'll try to weed out you know, the guys that have like one star, like li- right now, Louis Deming leads the league with a 0.962. Fuck. Yeah. What a stud. <laughs> what a stud, dude. <laughs> what started one game, one win. Nine, six, two. He should, re- he should retire. Like, I right? would. Wouldn't you? I mean, fuck. That's a goddamn good line, man. Um, uh, credit where credit is due on this next one. Charlie Lindgren with the Washington capitals, uh, four starts, three wins, Point nine four seven, outplaying Kemper, dude. Pretty good. It's pretty fucking good. Kemper, that's pretty solid. It's it's early and it's a small sample size. That's pretty good. Um, now now we'll get into real stuff. So Jeremy Swayman, uh, is is seven starts, six wins, point nine four four. You expect that from Jeremy Swayman? He's one of the elites. AK boy. Uh, Varlamov, point nine four zero, five and uh, five starts, two wins. So actually. For him having two wins and three losses, a .94 is actually very impressive. He's out playing Sorokin right now, too. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Thatcher Demko, 11. St- so, okay, probably the most impressive, uh, like, should be number one, like, in a ranking system at the moment. Uh, Demko, 11 starts, eight wins, .932. Yeah, he's a fucking beast. Uh, Binger playing out of his mind. Ten starts, uh, five wins, four losses, .930. Yep. Uh, Allmark. Shocking. Uh, the other Bruins goalie. Uh, eight uh, eight starts, six wins, one loss, .928. I guess I could fucking just, you know, pull this up, huh? Yeah, sure. God, we're so low rent. We've been, we're not used to this, like, fun technology. There we go. Look at all that. Oh. So I like, like, this is probably where, like, the real, like, the real stuff starts hitting me. Like, Swayman and Allmark have been splitting... So like, you know, that's kind of their, like Demko's played every fucking game. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, and he's at a point, like, this is the most impressed, like goalie rankings to me, Thatcher Demko is the top goalie in the league to me at the moment. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And then pro- probably behind him is Biddington. And then it's the, and then it's the Bruins goalies. Bruins tendies. Um, you got Hay- Aiden Hill up there at 0.928. Johnny, Boy- Johnny Gibson 0.927. Imp- uh, so impressive. Like, it's like I said, so, and we can end the show with that. Uh, it's, it's, we've just established. We don't think the ducks are making the playoffs. Gibby's value is at an all time high. hundred percent. You trade him now. Immediately. Immediately. I love the guy to death. If I, if, if, if I knew NHL.com could throw Gibson 
on the back of a jersey and it wasn't seven sizes too big because it's a fucking goalie cut, mm-hmm. I'd have a Gibson jersey in my closet. But it's just he's playing out of his mind. I don't think he's let in more than three goals in like six games or something ridiculous. Like he he's a fucking stud. How how much of the Ducks' current limited success is it due in part to Gibson? Like, it, give me a percentage. Uh, thirty. That's and and for one player, that's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, do you want to know who who the highest is for me? Uh, Trevor Zegras. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh. No, Zegras is going to come back and he's going to piss a lot of people off because he's clearly he's. I mean, they came out and said it. He's been hurt the whole year. No, he's clearly bad at hockey. Yeah, he's just terrible. He's uh, really not good. He's garbage. He'll he he'll never put up another thirty points season. Wa- waivers, obviously. Yeah, definitely send him. Uh, yeah, Jesus Christ, dude. Go- goal goals legend. Here he comes. I love how much people hate him. It's just they it's really do. Beautiful. They really hate him. And it's you know beautiful. what? It has nothing to do with the NHL. It's because he was on the fucking cover of the NHL game, and that yeah, was it. Which like, he what, he. It's decided. like a curse. Like once you get on the cover, it's like fuck you. And he just and he decided <laughs> it too, right? He was right. he literally went to EA Sports and was like, I should be on the cover, so I'm gonna Right. Um, you guys see me pick up the puck a few times? Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Uh no, he'll he'll come back and be fine. I think he's he's I don't know if he's been hurt the whole time, but something's been bugging him. Okay. Um and new system, he it was a holdout. There's just there's a lot of things that go into it. it people just don't they don't want to hear that. They wanna just say Trevor Zegers is bad uh greg cronin dude that the coach and i've been saying this on the podcast and to you and everybody yep. that will listen dallas eakins was a fucking cancer that guy you know he he got them through some dark years but man greg cronin is a fucking good coach you're, he's, you're he's just pulling coach. people off on the side of the street like guys have you heard of greg cronin like just, this guy's the yes. fucking real deal i i don't even <laughs> pull people off i literally just walk around my neighborhood yelling <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I want people to know how bad Dallas Eakins was and how good Greg Cronin is. I was say, what, what, what's the, is it more, do you want to preach like the, the love and respect and how good the new guy is? Or, or are you more tempted to just like convince people of how bad he gets? So I like to think of it like the guys outside of sporting events with the megaphone where like yeah. they talk about not only how good Jesus is, but sure. how bad the devil was. Right. You know what I mean? So I so like to that. mix them both in, you know? Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I walk around with like a pamphlet of it's just, it's just an iPad of NHL.com that's brought up. Sure. Um, and I just walk around with a megaphone yelling. Sure. But yeah, no, he's Greg Cronin. I mean, Greg, they have, he, he's got guys running through fucking walls for him right now. So yeah. it's just, it, it's just, I've been saying it for years. He's Dallas getting Eakins, a lot from that squad that should be struggling. Yeah. hundred percent. They're just so young. I, they yeah. have a rookie defender who, I mean, if like deep, deep Ducks fans knew how good this kid was. But, you know, for, for majority of people, they didn't know who Pavel Minchikov was, man, because he went after the Korchinskis. He went after, you know, a lot of these guys to where people were like, who the fuck is this kid? And he's mm-hmm. he's filthy. So, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gibson Gibson will be traded here within the next 10 games, I guarantee it. Uh, uh, you know, because because exactly to our point, the Ducks will fall out of that playoff spot. They're not ready yet, um, but and, and they need to they need to capitalize on his trade value because he is lighting the fucking world on fire. Sure, yeah. So, I this I, I just highlighted it right here. Like this might be the most like for being on such a garbage bad team. Like good for Peter Morazic, you know? Hell yeah, dude. 
like what a stud almost a oh, winning he, record he was lighting it up yeah like yeah, good for that's him lighting it up for chicago man good for him who's hunter shepherd yes <laughs> who the fuck is that exactly uh, let, hold on let's look at let's look at real bad like who's star oh yossi soros oh rough yeah, uh, Sorokin, you can throw in. I mean, for for the attendees who we know are top ten Whoa. caliber attendees, Whoa. Sorokin and Saros. You see this on. right here? I can't see that. Uh, Connor Hellebuck. Oh. Yeah, that's that's not great. Okay, so Chance, you're giving fucking Joey and, and uh, Grubauer shit, but he's got essentially the same save percentage as... It's Connor Hellebuck. Connor Hellebuck, so they must be fucking good. Yeah, but Winnipeg, but Seattle doesn't have uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Kyle Connor. Gosh. Yes, I know. Yes, I know. It's fucking, I'll, I'll buy the next round because I mentioned Kyle Connor again on a fucking podcast. You are. Do you have a Kyle Connor jersey yet? Dude, I need you a need Kyle one. Connor jersey. That guy is, he's, again, it's, I, I've been, it's, I, I love finding the action because everybody's like you know for what was it for like six years everybody's like barkov is the most underrated player and it's like all right he's not underrated anymore we all know barkov is good like i like to find the truly underrated guys that just liked the last year it was jared mccann jared mccann did not get enough credit for scoring 40 fucking goals last year that's pretty that's a lot of goals dude like it's fucking a lot of goals and everybody's just like yeah whatever uh this year it's fucking clayton keller and Kyle Connor. Yeah. Again. Kyle Connor, man. I you know what? You made me a believer because he actually he I was a believer because you were talking him up and I drafted him last year and just walked through the fantasy league, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, you no, you easily easily handled Not, not all this that. year. <laughs> no, not so Oof. much. Um Yep. But here looking at I mean like this is this is top 20 in in points right now. Uh fuck JT Miller. Who would have Guess that, dude. That's the fucking Vancouver po- love potion right now, man. Unreal. Look at this top three in stats. That's pretty nuts. He's okay. That's so that that could nuts. be. I I see that that could be an argument of. There's no way they can all three of these guys can do that all year. Uh, see, but I I think I well, I would go the I would argue the other way. You think they're just no, gonna keep doing it? I don't know if they can do it at this level, but. Those three can't fall off. If they're healthy all year, they can't fall off. That, I mean, those are three. Quinn Hughes is a world-class defenseman. Elias Pettersson, we've just been waiting for the absolute dominance out of him. JT Miller has done it before. Brock Besser's top 10. I'd be curious what their shooting percentage is right now. Well, because it's, so, it's we've got to we've, we've got it. So Quinn Hughes is 11.1. Uh, Elias Pettersson, 19.5. That's actually oh, right lower. Here. That's lower than his uh, career shooting percentage. 26.3 okay. is very JT high. Miller is not going to shoot a 26.3 yeah, shot. Not. Say, that's he's, not going to. That's, that's going much to. higher than he's used to. And and Elias Pettersson, like, notoriously has one of the highest shooting percentages sure. in the league. So that's fine. And he doesn't even shoot 26.3. So Sure. So that's that's going to go down. So it might. I'm just curious. Hold on. Who's Who's. Whoa, Simon Holmstrom, 100% on draws. Fucking stud. <laughs> Clem Costin, 100%. Good. Hey, what a guy. Ooh, Daniel Sprong, 100%. Robbie Fabry. Ooh, your, your buddy Garnet Hathaway, 100%. There you go. Yeah, he's 100% so good. On he's, Ryan he's... Reeves, 
Ryan Reeves is 100% on faceoff. Good for him. What a guy. God, get him on any team. Oh, Minus just, 11, 14 just in case, games in. Just in case you're in the camp of thinking that faceoff win percentage was really important, look at these names that are 100% and tell me if these these guys are like vital to your team. What's funny is I they're, even, even the analysts on like NHL and ESPN are starting to look at how faceoff win percentage actually is doesn't really matter it's weird yeah they're weird they're, it's, it's almost like it's a random to... fucking thing like it's a pinball machine yeah because you can win that face off and still fumble the puck and they yeah. can walk in and go score like it's 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 crazy what a 180 that that stat has done because yep. it's you know do you want to win faceoffs? yeah 100 percent. but you know to be you know an 80 75 80 percenter doesn't matter really in the grand scheme of things right exactly so yeah yeah i uh yeah we kind of got into stats which we weren't actually planning on doing we did it anyway fuck it sure let's get out of here huh yeah let's get out of here folks we appreciate it you guys got a little extra bonus coverage there a little went 14 minutes over what we were actually planning on doing but you know what sometimes when we're on a roll we're on a roll and we just got to talk more hockey so uh you got extra so congratulations have go. have fun with that uh remember folks please subscribe to us on uh youtube please subscribe to us on spotify apple podcasts and then we're on social media we're active on twitter and facebook so follow us on there and uh yeah we appreciate you guys and uh we'll see you not next week but the week after look out for our only fans that's right it's on its way <laughs>